This podcast is listener supported. To help us out, go to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash Red Bull Rant. The Red Bull Rant is a free-flowing podcast with three soccer-loving idiots who don't know when to shut their dumb potty mouths. So listener discretion, yeah, it's it's pretty much advised. Welcome, my friends, Shun of Friends. This is the Red Bull Ram Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Ipico. I'm Pat McDonald. I'm Truman. I'm Mad. And this is episode 259, 6F5s. Hmm. That's how I felt after last night, by Six the way. Is a lot. Yeah. Why are we Red Bull fans? I don't know anymore. Why, why, do we, why are we Red Bull fans? Why do we waste an hour of our, 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 a week on this show? I don't know. I'm a New York Jets fan, so for me, this is just par for the course. I don't know about you guys. Thank God I had SmackDown on simultaneously last night. It was the only thing that saved what little bit of my sanity I had. Mm. Brutal. Just brutal. Oh, boy. So, good news, bad news. Good news is that we didn't lose, but bad news is we lost. (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) So, yeah, 0-0 zero, zero draw in the leg number two. So, I mean, we lost one nothing on aggregate. And uh, we will not be joining TF or Toronto in the uh, the finals. Nope, because we suck. Yeah. Um, we suck the big one. So, before we get into our likes and dislikes, uh, tweets. Uh, do you have the tweets for this, or do you want me to go back in the... No, I have them, and there's 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 a bunch, so everyone brace yourself. I'll wait to Pat's son crinkling his chips. Oh, last bit of food before we get this on. <laughs> you chew, I'll talk. This All right. Special episode. So let's, let's get this started up. Uh, first one from Speed Soccer System. People will point to the Adams air in the first leg, but it's the BW piss in the first... B- BWP, I'll call it Pissmas. In the I mean, yeah, they hurt us more. Not sure why we didn't use three subs. Etienne played pretty well, but has only scored one goal in 23 games. Frustrating to say the least. We're going to just talk about all this. I'm going to read them through. Yeah, just read all the tweets first. Yep. Uh, Tonino, of course, Tonino M says time to concentrate on the MLS season. Moving on. That's a very pat, pat uh, in regards to open <laughs> Uh, Kevin Droster replied. He said, "Megan, it take a while for this one to pass for sure." Where are you? Uh, Jer- Jeremiah, Red Coach J said, "Just getting home. Think I'm gonna have to let this one stew till tomorrow before I write any thoughts in email form." But I will say that I refuse to get behind Toronto. Hope they lose fifty to nothing. <laughs> I guess said before anyone anyone says anything. Yes, I do realize this won't happen. They'll probably win. Yeah. Leave me alone. And they certainly did win because they know how to actually score uh, gold too. Yeah. Uh, uh, Kevin Drosta says, effort was there, but in the end, someone had to step up and didn't. BWP essentially had to play midfield. Maria was on another planet with how awful he was. Uh, offensively, I, I'm going to just add that in. Yeah. Why the Rizzo didn't play is beyond me. How you don't score out shooting someone that much. Enough of a rant, or should I continue? No, you didn't have to continue because um, we're just going <laughs> to we're gonna, gonna pile on here. Um. So we have one more, actually from Speed Soccer System again. He replied to us today because clearly he's still mad. 
What is that we need to get over the hump? Been a fan since 2002. Uh, known to be a bit of a jinx, but I think we are close to being a winning club. I think Jesse gets too programmed into substitution patterns or sub, sub patterns, though, regardless of game slash situation. Yes, and and Blue Mini Mike did say, I'm furious too. What did you guys think of that WrestleMania main event? Seems strange. So there was one more. That one we call the dumping ground. There's one more you <laughs> oh, missed. But I missed still, one? But that, it wasn't in reply to our tweets. That's probably why you missed it. Okay. Uh, Don Gould at MSU Guy Don. My, mm-hmm. and, and he, for some reason, he apparently thinks we're seeing red. I know. <laughs> uh, he said, my bull, Royer, my cow, every first touch and outlet pass by the Red Bulls. <laughs> sure. Yeah, if he cha- if he changed that to like dislike, he would um he'd be right on top of the show. Yeah, but that's okay. It's all right, Don. We forgive you, my friend. I mean, if you think we're the number one podcast to the Red Bulls, then that's great. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, some people give us money, so there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Should we right. do the email now, or are we going to? How do you? Uh, wanna- I want to do it last because I feel like it's a good segue into the preview. Oh, I want to hold on to righty. Sure. Plus, I feel like we're going to talk. I mean, we're going to talk about everything anyway. Yeah, that's. So, you guys, just brace yourselves. This is going to take. What to talk about? <sighs> so, who wants to go first with the, with? And you know what? I'm going to switch it up because of how bad it is. We're doing likes first because I feel like we're going to get that out of the way quick. Yeah. Cool. Here's yeah. mine. None. The end. Yeah. Nothing. I actually already mentioned it. I got to watch SmackDown at the same time. Okay. That's it. That's it. SmackDown. Oh, and Liverpool won. That's yeah. all I had. That's all I had. The, Liverpool beat Man City. The post-game beer I had at Derby Road was pretty tasty. But it didn't uh, help. Was that the beer of tears? It was the beer of tears. <laughs> I didn't have to drive home. <laughs> yeah, I will say that, too. It's funny, actually, uh, a co-worker of mine, uh, he asked me, he's like, oh, why didn't, he's like, why didn't you go to the game? I'm like, let me tell you why I didn't go to the game. <laughs> Cause I knew, I knew. No, honestly, I just didn't want to go on a Tuesday night, but yeah, I knew as soon as I saw the lineup. Yeah. Which you brought up, uh, before the game even started Yep. in our little chat. Yep. Yeah. That was a great looking lineup, by the way. Let me tell you what, I mean, uh, all right, are we done with likes, and then we can just start really yeah, getting into this? I'm going to do a, dis, a small dislike, and then we'll talk about the actual stuff we need to dislike. Are we even doing dislikes, or are we just going to bitch about everything? Right, this, is a bitch, this is a bitch fest. It's a bitch I fest. Get dislikes. I think we could just start going down the list and talk about what, right. what sucked about this let, game. Let me give, let me give the, the, the very minor sucky thing first. And this yeah, actually, just have to do other fucking ref, because if it does, I don't want to hear it. No, no, <laughs> no, no. It's about go ninety and how it was perfectly fine up until the ninetieth or the eightieth minute or something like that, and then just mm. crap it out. Mm-hmm. So, thank you, go ninety. But thank you, Mark Fishkin, for periscoping the last two minutes of the game, in which I just got to hear Chivas fans chant and the the whistle get blown. Mm. Yeah, if you, if you if you didn't know if you were actually watching on TV, the uh, feed went down. Awesome. Yeah, Multiple feed went times. down. Every, every, it was like what, like maybe forty seconds at most, and then it would go down again. Yep, yep, which made me then have to switch to the TV broadcast, and I missed the end of the uh, Daniel Bryan-AJ Styles match. So I'm bringing it back to wrestling again because I'm very See, upset. Look, look at that, Gonadi. You made him miss out. Yep, very upsetting. Uh, so let's let's bitch, and I'm going to actually say no referee talk because I'm pretty sure we all would just be annoyed. Yep. And mostly I'm going to talk about it anyway. 
Well, I, okay, I'm not going to talk, talk about it. I'm just saying I'd be the one dominating that discussion. No, and I, I'm not going to talk about the refs, but I mean, the only way I'm going to bring him up is because of this. It's because, like I said last night, it, it's just watching another Red Bull home playoff game. It's just like every other playoff series that we've watched, minus what, two? Two, two or three successful playoff series that they've ever had. Minus it's the same, <laughs> Yeah, right. I mean, it's just, it's the same crap every year. Bradley Ray Phillips, great. What happened in these two games? Nothing. Just like every other playoff system. Uh, how about the weird calls? Like, blatant obvious calls. Again, we're not talking about officiating. I'm just saying. Blatant calls, some not quite as blatant as the other, didn't, didn't go their way. Uh, again, Red Bulls bring all the pressure, nonstop, can't score. Can't score. Allowed one bad play to be to cost them, and that's the thing that cost them an entire series. It happens over and over and over and over again, and we're completely insane because what's going to happen is come October, we're going to be watching it again because we're all going to be sucked in because we're going to forget about it because this happened in April, and we're going to go through the entire spring and summer and fall, and we're going to go, we're back into watching the playoff again, and that's what's going to happen. Don't don't forget the portion in the late summer, early fall where some some of us get sucked into the Open Cup. Right. Mm. I say so, some of us. All right, so that's I have more, but that's I'll let you guys go. That is just my opening I mean, rant. To just kind of piggyback off that, I mean, and another thing is Jesse Marsh just overthinks everything every time. How many times would to see a, a series or a game blown because Jesse Marsh overthinks things? There was no you needed goals. There was no reason uh, Kaku should not have been starting this game. I mean, did he get a goal when he got out? No, he did not. But you're telling me that the guy who we brought in to break apart a packed-in defense like that uh, only played 30 out of 180 minutes of the series, of a very crucial series? I mean, give me a break. And and Bradley Wright Phillips playing 45 minutes plus in the midfield. How does that make any sense? How I does that make know. any sense? I don't know. why. Like, like why you guys said, why are you starting five defenders at home down a goal? You know, why is Derek Etienne, who has scored once, you're, you're starting forward, and the guy who has, is scoring an epic clip and oh, uh, the greatest goal, goal scorer in team history, by the team, way. Team and one of the greatest MLS history. You know, you know they, they were worried. Like, apparently he was worried that uh, he wouldn't be – he would be man-marked by a center back. You mean, like, every game he plays? Right. And where he still figures out how to peel away? I mean, come on. It's, it's almost so, like his job is not being a striker. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Like, that's what drives me nuts. I mean, especially when, once you saw that, Chivas is inviting 45 minutes of pressure, how you didn't adjust and get uh, Bradley Wright Phillips into his more natural position where he can make an effect in the game is beyond me. I, I, I don't get it. And it, poor coaching absolutely cost us, and definitely in the second leg. Jesse uh, Marsh. Jesse Marsh, why are you substituting out Daniel Royer and and to putting in to putting in another offensive player and not one of your five defenders? Yeah. You're down a goal in the second half. Mm-hmm. Which was Royer wasn't hurt and he wasn't playing a poor game. The worst problem was Maria was shooting balls in the outer space. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Three times. Yeah, it's every time we were like me and my buddy uh, Keith were like I was kinda like, Well, fifth time's a charm, right? Nope. There it goes into the what? I think I think a few of them joined Cyrus Sen's penalty kick in orbit. <laughs> that, I mean, kick. 
You 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 got to throw the guys out there. You're down a goal. You're losing. Yeah. And, and I, sorry. Uh, no, I just don't understand it. And by the way, how many times do you have a long throw in and realize it's not working? Yeah, it's not working. <laughs> Try something else. I mean, come on. I mean, every time I saw the ball, it, it seems like it seemed like Groundhog Day. It seemed like the Red Bulls would attack down the left. The ball would get kicked out of bounds. Everybody would pack the middle, and Kamar Lawrence would do the long throwing. It's yep. like, I think there's something else out. Oh, my gosh. It just This is a poor, again, poorly coached game. Uh, I, I, in terms of the same broken record, I mean, you know, on top of seeing this ball, I mean, how many times do we have to hear every year on a knockout round or series where we were the better team? And we were. We were the better team. We had of better possession. But you can't put the damn ball in the goal, so you lose. At home, when they made so many defensive mistakes, I mean, I, I was losing count after a while. They were just turning the ball over. They were not, they were not like bunk, hunkering down and just playing a great defensive game. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They were, they were just committing turnover after turnover. I mean, play wide opens where they were getting like, like two on ones almost yeah. and I'm, couldn't do anything. I mean, again, I think one of our, one of the people tweeted in, why wasn't Rizzo on the field? Below is a fine player, but that's all he is. He's a fine player. Rizzo has shown more. Why was Etienne in over Kaku? Again, Etienne didn't have the worst of games, but he was not what you needed in this situation. Right, and and, and you can't tell me, Jesse can't tell us that Kaku is not, whatever, fully fit, integrated. Look at the games he played already. How well has he played? Yeah, and, and some of the best packing, passing sequences of the night last night happened after he came on the field. Yep. You Too know? bad it was only, you know, with uh, 30 seconds left in the game. You know, I'm exaggerating, obviously. But still, you didn't give him enough time to even create more chances. It was re- You were already in panic mode at that point. Yeah, and at that point, you know, Jeebus was actually a little more interested in attacking. Uh, so you weren't getting the constant pressure in, the, in the, the offensive zone like you were in the first half. It's just, oh, my God, it was frustrating. It was frustrating to watch because it was, it, it was there on a silver platter, and they fucking blew it again. Yep, like every uh, every other year. I I think it was whoever runs the Viking Army. Uh, I think it was the Viking Army Twitter account. I requoted my thing about um, you know this is the same thing was every year, and he just said the definition of insanity because <laughs> that's what this is. We just continue to watch, expecting something to change, and it never ever ever changes. Nope. So it's funny. I, I, Somehow I'm still on the distro list for the um, post-game quotes stuff, which hopefully you don't take it away after hearing this. But anyway, <laughs> one of the questions, and I wish they labeled who asked the question, but one of the questions was about the fact, uh, and I'm just going to read it. He said, uh, whoever asked this question said, you just said at the start of the press conference here that's unbelievable the ball didn't go in, but listening to old press conferences after playoff eliminations, it's been a common theme with this team. The ball doesn't go in the net in big games, in big moments. This is not enough composure in the final third in these games. I I mean, I you guys hit it on the head. Wright Phillips is not in the right position. Didn't have Kaku in the game. And and I honestly don't know how we ended up where we did in this situation. Because if you look at the Liga right now, Tijuana is, I think, either... 
around the same point or better than Chivas. Chivas missed the playoffs this past weekend in the Liga. Oh, Chivas is having a terrible season in the Liga. And we fucking... Couldn't score a goal! We had, what, we recorded like 30-something shots total, I think? Mm -hmm. Uh, Over the two games, I think it was like 27 shots. Okay, 20. But either way, over two games, we, quote, dominated... Outshot them by like twenty something to ten, I think this, I think it was something like that. And we didn't get a goal. You know why they got a goal? And it's the same thing every fucking time. And I am totally sick of saying this. Teams know how to beat our press, and that's sitting back and waiting for us to make a fucking mistake. It's not again. It's not that. It's it's a. They had the players to break down the defense, and they didn't do it. They didn't use them. Uh, it, it's not the press. It, it's because they were got they got their chances for sure, but none of them were quality. And the fact of the matter is, sure, you have a high press, but look, that's just the way you play, all right? You know. And it, but this when the press is again, working, you have to adjust. What's that? When it's not working, you have to adjust. And Marsh is not shown a. Ability to adjust in game. Like well, that. when you adjust, you adjust by having a creative flair, and they have a creative flair, and they did not use them. Or it, going from a five man backline to four. Yeah. I, mean, I, I mean, I think what? I think Adams was part of the five man. I will say he certainly seemed to be in the offensive zone a lot. Right. He. I mean, I and we mentioned that too before the game started. It's like the thought was just Tyler Adams is going to play more of yeah. an offensive uh, position. Yeah. Um. Which I, I don't know. They they didn't have the. They did that last year, and they didn't need him as a fifth, quote-unquote, fifth defenseman. Yeah. And he still was moving all over the place. I don't know. Here's here's the problem. I think the Red Bulls are a very good team. I know last night sucked, but I, I still think they're a very good team when they're full strength. When you feel that you are a very good team, and if Jesse believes that he is, they are a great team, then other teams need to adjust to the Red Bulls. Yeah. You should throw out – your top players in your top formation that you do game in and game out, you're the home team. Let them come in and try to beat you. Yeah. Don't go into don't go into some kind of weird mode and try yeah, like you said, try to outthink the other team you know, and and come up with these bizarre lineups with fucking oh, Derek Etienne. Yeah. As your forward. Mm-hmm. And and I'm not hating on Derek because he made some fantastic plays last night. He had a few. He had a few moments, you know. But I mean, still, he had fantastic plays from a passing, not not shooting. Just yeah, like yeah. you know, working the way down the working his way down the side of the field. Um. So again, he wasn't even a threatening scoring position. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know if I don't know if you know Jesse. I thought himself because he knew it was essentially going to be a home game for Shivas, considering the crowd, and I definitely want to get into that as well. Uh, but. Yeah, again, um, it was, yeah, it's not the fact that it's a high press. I mean, you can't – if they're bunkered in, then absolutely you should be employing the high press. Because what the hell else are you going to do, wait for them to come at you? I right. mean, it's – you know, it's, again, I think it's – they had the creative components. Uh, they had one of the best strikers in an MLS history, and they failed to use any of them. And, again, it's the same fucking song every year. All right, so I'm asking this question. I put on Twitter last night, and I know we're, what, four games into the MLS season, and this was another six games, so we're really not that far into the season. 
But if we don't win something this year, is it time to move on from Jesse Marsh? And maybe he moves on to Europe. Yeah, I mean, again, I think that's the long-held rumor. And um, I, I don't know if you'll get too much of an argument from fans that it's time to move on, but apparently Red Bull loves him. You know, they're just they're holding on to him until they eventually will move him to Europe. So, I, I just feel that it doesn't fucking matter who the coach is. I mean, he might as well coach this team forever. Yeah. It, who are they going to bring else that also won't, that this team will also choke in a playoff situation? I mean, yeah, they're still not going to spend the money on a third, fourth DP, you know? It's, they're always going to be just good enough, but that's about it, it seems like. All right. All right. Hey, Pat, no, you were, I got nothing. Well, I mean, we're going to, we have a lot more to discuss for sure. Um, and Pat's going to definitely bring up since he was at the game. Yeah, I can't, I can't think of anything right now. That's why I'm asking. Are we going to just talk crowd or do we want to talk TMZ? Whatever. Uh, we'll talk crowd. Why don't we talk crowd first? Why crowd. don't you talk crowd first? Right. I'm going to just flat out say it. Our fan base sucks. Oh. Our fan base sucks. And I'm not talking supporters. So for those of you who are supporters and listening to this, I mean, you showed up. You absolutely showed up last night, and you do generally show up for most of uh, games. But the rest of our fan base sucks. It, it is embarrassing that we were outnumbered in that stadium, maybe eight, you know, eighty percent to twenty. I'd say uh, every puto chant, every shibas chant was extraordinarily loud. And yes, the puto chant was there. It's disgusting as me think it is. Um, it, it's it's. It's embarrassing. It is absolutely embarrassing to be, essentially be uh, fanned out of your own fucking stadium. And, you know, the, we should be ashamed. As a fan base, we should absolutely be ashamed of it. Uh, if you, you know, I understand it's a work night, but it's an important game. And it's a work night in other cities in MLS, and they still show up. Um, so, and you figure any West Coast game, they're, eight, they're 10 o'clock, start at 7 o'clock, and they still show up. So, I yeah, I, I'm embarrassed by it, um, and I'm not going to say that's why they lost. Um, because again, I think the performance on the field suggested it was there for the taking. But um, yeah, to be essentially chased out of our and just kind of watch it twice this year for me. Uh, although the, the Costa Rica situation is overblown, um, but twice to see us lose an international match in that building uh, where too many of the opposing fans got in. It's, it's something needs to change. I don't know what it is. You can't force people to show up, but winning something. Yeah. I'm just. I don't, think that would change, I don't think that would change it. I really don't think that would change it. I mean, here, this was the most important game played in Red Bull Arena up to this point, and nobody could could see fit to show up. I, I mean, and, and and you know, half those tickets were sold to Shivas fans were sold on StubHub by season ticket holders. You know. Yep. Oh, it, for sure. I mean, for sure. You know, it's just like, it's frustrating. It's extremely, extremely frustrating. Uh, and hell, it's also frustrating to hear Shivas fans with American accents not supporting the local club. But that's just me. All right. Jay, anything to add there? I mean, the only thing I can say is if I lived in the area, I would have been there. Regardless. I I I think you know that because that's that's my biggest for me personally. The issue is it's a two hour drive each way. Sure. Yeah, I'm, that's, I'm, that's, no, yeah. I'm, I'm, 
and and I'm not I'm kind of using excuse, but that's a huge commitment for me to make, especially on a, a work night. But you know, you're not the average. I'm not. I, but we've we've also, I believe, a year or two ago, we read an email from somebody that drove like close to three hours each way, saying they made every game. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they can make it, and it's not like. And I'm going to use, I'm going to use this. So I, I live in Maryland. I, I've said that before. If I want to go to Baltimore, like let's, you know, some mystical team that plays in Baltimore. If I wanted to go watch them, I still have to drive to Baltimore. Public transit for me doesn't work at night. They literally shut down the one line I have near my house at like, I think 2 p.m. going towards Baltimore because they literally treat it as a commuter train. They are, they never allow me to get, they, if I wanted to, I couldn't be like, hey, can I hop on here at like, you know, nine o'clock at night? They'd be like, no, we're shut down. I have to, so I have to drive roughly 45 minutes. If I've lived where I lived in New Jersey, I had an engine transit station five minutes away and I could be, I could take an hour train, actually, not even an hour. It would be like a half an hour train ride and I would have been there. Ripple Arena is relatively accessible. Compared to other parts of the nation, yep. There's 500,000 people yeah. in Newark, New Jersey City, or yeah, and and there's plenty of actual people who support the Red Bulls that live close, close by. Yeah. You can't you can't tell me there isn't. You can't tell me you could look within like a let's say 17 mile radius around Red Bull Arena, and you couldn't fill that stadium. I see Red, I see Red Bull jerseys all the time. Red Bull jersey shirts, stickers on cars. I see them all the time. Where the hell were you last night? Yep. You know? Shit, I see one when I park at work, and I wor- I'm working in the Clinton area, so I don't even know who that person is. I'll just probably find out who it is, but... Hey, you. And, any, anyway, so... Given that Rebel Arena is so accessible, and I, and I know we've talked about this topic before, given that it's so accessible, if you have the means to either take public transit or make it to Red Bull Arena and pay for a ticket. And honestly, it's not that expensive. It's nope. what? I mean, th- okay, this game is an exception, but I'm pretty sure if you were a Red member, this game probably would have been like 20 bucks, right? Maybe 30 Don't know. I'm uh, sure a Red member could tell us. But we don't. I, I'm, I, I would think for Red members, it'd be re- you know relatively in line with the rest of the season. StubHub, I mean, that's StubHub. Um, I'm guessing... If you had to buy it through the three game pack, it still would have averaged out to like thirty dollars a game, something like that. Mm-hmm. So I mean, like, so if you don't have the means, I understand. I'm not, but if you have the means and you're close enough, and you are a fan of this team, then and I say this knowing how Pat feels about U.S. Open Cup. If you're that, if you have the means, you're close enough, and you care about this team, you should be at every home game that you can make it for. I wish now, I could. Now, I, hey, listen, have, I'm, I'm excited that my work schedule changed. I have weekends off, and I'm going to try to get the more than I've ever been. Now I won't be making every home game, but I'm I'm I fucking live in PA, and I'm still going to make an effort to go to almost every game that I can. Yeah, and part of the problem lies in the front office too, because. For whatever reason, whatever they're doing in terms of advertising doesn't work, and I don't know what the actual answer is. Because if you pay attention to this team, you knew this game was coming. 
I, and, yes, I will give you that. And everybody, I, everybody did. And I'm going to go out on a limb and guess we have more than 25,000 fans in the area. I you would know, imagine. It's, just, it's not that they just all show up when NYCFC or DC's in town. I mean, sure that, and everyone says, like, sometimes they're like, oh, well, it's short notice. I'm like, we still felt, we still managed to pack the house during playoff games. That was, you know, a, three week, that was a three week notice for this game, minimum. Yeah. It's, 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 I'm not going to blame the front office. I mean, it sounds like they tried to, they tried everything they could to make sure it was a Red Bull crowd. They didn't sell, they didn't sell seats until very, very, uh, you know, outside of the three game package. They didn't sell my, uh, single tickets. So very late in the game, you know, it's just, we got to wake up people. We can't, we can't let, we can't let something that embarrassing happen again. I I think if you're going to be one of the 400 local sports teams that play in the New York area, Mm -hmm. you got to make some, you got to make it worth it. Mm -hmm. And they got to figure it out that way. And I think one way is not drawing zero, zero all night. Just saying, because again, we've seen this story a thousand times before. Maybe if you start making one of these, maybe win a championship and then look competitive in some, just, I'm just going to throw it out there. There are a dozen other teams in this area. Mm-hmm. And uh, you look around, the other teams don't do great either, minus the Knicks and the Rangers. You know, yeah. and football, because, again, we've talked about this, there's eight home games, and yeah. that's it. But when you're talking, like, a lot of hockey, uh, a lot of baseball, you know, the, the fans don't show up as much as they used to. So you have to make it worth their while. You mm-hmm. have to go, hey, look, we're a really good team I think you should come out because we're probably going to win this game. And so far, the Red Bulls and Metro Stars in their history have told you none of that. Uh, to, to be fair, I certainly did say to my buddy on the way out, I'm like, why the hell do I keep coming to these games? Because we're crazy. <laughs> I mean, because we're out of our minds. Because, I mean, what, it happened to me in 2010. I mean, that's when I started becoming fans. So 2010, after winning away uh, against uh, San Jose, they came home and lost. But Houston in 2013, mm-hmm. at the Great they came home and lost. I mean, yeah, it's true. I mean, it's the epic is. DC playoff series, yeah. the wacky weather. You know, it certainly is a uh, 2014 where they just lost that first game against New England. They couldn't make it up. Mm-hmm. So I mean, certainly is uh, they certainly do have their their moments. All right, so you want to get on TMZ now? Sure, TMZ. So, uh, great. We got soccer recognized, people. Um, it's on TMZ. It's on NJ.com. It's everywhere. Uh, Red Bull fans and uh, Shibas fans brawled at the end of the game. Yay! Um, Honestly, I'm kind of surprised it, it waited until that point. Yeah. I mean, I certainly thought it was coming I mean, in our private chat again, didn't I call it? You did. I was kind of surprised. Uh, you know, um, at the end of the game, Shivas fans started launching beers, um, like throughout the stadium. Uh, you just started seeing them fly, uh, many from upper deck into lower deck. I mean, you know, it was not necessarily targeted because in many cases they were hitting Shivas fans as well. Um, so I, I can say there's, so one thing about the TMD video for those who don't know, that was actually two separate incidents. Um, one occurred about two sections over from one, uh, 133. Um, the other occurred right in VA. Shiba's fans came into Viking Army, uh, to start stuff. I don't know how to start. I don't, I don't actually really know how either st- fight started. 
Uh, I just kind of saw them as they were uh, going on. The, the one uh, that occurred in 233 or 133 was uh, far more violent than I could tell. Um, but I, I can, I cannot say with certainly certainty who may have been involved. I would merely say that the people in 133, what I last saw before, uh, the violence started was they were kind of lingering in their section. They threw some stuff back. Um, they kind of hit the scoreboard above that's on the overhang there. Uh, that was the last thing I saw. And then the next thing I saw was maybe a minute or two later, I looked over where the brawl had started. Uh, so whether it was the people in 133 were involved or not, I cannot say. So, uh, maybe people who watch the video who can identify things can tell. Um, but I just want to, I don't know if that's been a big thing, but I don't want to, you know, I want to be clear about that. Then I'm unsure who was exactly involved. And, and again, you know, maybe if we did our job and sold out our stadium with Red Bulls fans, that yeah. definitely would have happened because maybe there would have been, uh, 20 Shivas fans starting trouble in the entire place. Right. Yep. And, you know, more Red Bull fans would have been able to squash this situation. But once you see a couple of the videos and shit starts going down and then it's just beer flying from the upper deck, beer flying everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's just, I, I don't, I listen, I hate to say this, but it's just typical of Mexican team fans. Yeah. And please, I'm not saying the Mexican people because all I've heard of stories of when people go to see the U.S. play Mexico is they are the, they are the best people in the world until you go to the game and then it's a nightmare. It's pure insane. Oh, I've, I've been hit with beer. Like, I've been hit with beer before at USA Mexico games. <laughs> And and that's the thing is like a lot of their games um, in the you know in league games and national team games is the fans kind of get away with everything you know security kind of turns a blind eye to what happens to away fans yeah. so I feel when they come here they're like hey same rules and like a lot of people said there was not enough security mm-hmm. for some reason for this game where you knew that it was going to be a huge amount of Shivas fans, mm-hmm. and they clearly were not ready to squash the situation. Something like that should have been squashed immediately because, again, there should have been dozens of security yeah. in and around, especially like the South Ward, the hardcore fans. We know who the hardcore fans are. It's the supporters clubs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you think something bad's going to happen, it's, it's not going to come from the mom with her kids at the game yeah. in the bougie seats. It's the supporters sections. Mm-hmm. And I think some people said that it was clearly not enough security. They weren't ready. And this is what happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I, I put a lot of fall on the team. They were, they were not prepared. Yeah. And I, it's, it's, it's ridiculous that they weren't prepared. Yeah. yeah. I was, I was actually surprised there. I mean, you know, in terms of preparation, I was surprised they were actually prepared in concessions. Uh, like they, the lines moved pretty quickly at the beginning of the game. I'll say that much, but you know, but I, as to why you can get one thing right, you get another thing wrong. <laughs> exactly. If you can get that right, why can't you get security right? Yeah, I agree with that. Although I will also say, look, you get hit with a beer, just walk, give him the double bird, and walk the fuck away. Sure. I, I, I don't support anybody through punches at all because uh, all it does is give us bad press. NJ.com had an article about this game. I guarantee you, it would they would not have had an article about this game if there wasn't a fight. And so right. now. And so going back to this whole, we want to get people in the stadium. Now mom and pop's going to see that one article about the game at Red Bull Arena. And I say, it is not safe to take my family there. 
Yep. And unfortunately, the last time this team got that much press is when yep. Smurf fans attacked Red Bull fans yep. in Newark. Mm-hmm. That was the last time that we that everything was over. So it's like we've had two major incidents that's been fighting. It hasn't been Red Bull's win MLS championship yeah. in very peaceful stadium. <laughs> Right, so we probably, of course, it hasn't happened. There are probably people who think we're the Millwall of uh, freaking <laughs> Major League Soccer, right? You know, never, never mind that. That in uh, San Jose, I think nineteen oh three, aren't they like known for doing crazy shit? Uh, uh, indeed, yeah. <laughs> indeed, they are. So, so I, I had to add. I saw one tweet from somebody. I, I'm guessing in the Viking Army because it was retweeted by them by the the, the Viking Army account. It was to at RBNY help, which is supposed to be like the in stadium Twitter, like help if you like if you're on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And they said, "How do we get out of the stadium? We are being blocked in section 102." There, what does that tell you? There were there were uh, yes, I, I actually can say that when I mean this was after the melee had kind of started and died down a little bit. The Viking Army one that did not get as violent as the one that was two sections over from GSU. Yeah, the, the, uh, the, one, the one two sections are from GSU and a guy get kicked like fucking down like, <laughs> six, like six flights of uh, seats. So. Yeah, and I'm just going to assume that the guy who recorded the video is a Shivas fan. Uh, he's an animal. I mean, if you heard the language he was see, saying. But see, the thing is... But... Uh, well, here, here, so here's the... I, I'm not making a statement of who they are. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that if, I feel like the state the video was taken in 133 based on where that tunnel is. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm and, saying and the curvature of the scoreboard. Well, I'm saying I'm just saying that just because I'm bitter and well, plus blame Shiva's plus, fans. But uh, <laughs> plus anybody can get into 133. I think this year. So. Yeah. There, there actually there was a point in the early in the game where I saw a couple Shiva's fans sitting right behind GSU in 133, and I was like, should we go over there and tell them to move? And like you know, and that that's not a statement on GSU. I know we're we're totally biased garbage, but um, that's just simply <laughs> they probably shouldn't be in the supporters section. No, I mean, and someone should tell a lot of these fans. Yeah. And I know, like, uh, for those discussions in ESC, just saying, listen, if you see Jeeva's fans, you know, got a cheap ticket, you know, on StubHub, that they need to be removed because yeah. they they don't want something to happen to those people, and they should have done that for all those sections. Red Bull should have said, listen. You do. You should not be here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, any I, of these, things. we'll find someplace else for you to sit. You know, well, right? Yeah. And I mean, there was room. It's not like they were completely sold out. Yeah. And Larissa, I believe, was. I think that's her name. She was. She was running that kind of security at ESC yesterday. But oh, going back to the original point about they could not leave their section. Again, I was there at the end, so I don't know if this was because. People heard the rep fracas and moved over. But as myself and Keith were leaving 101s, yes, the exit to 133, uh, no, that would be 102, um, was there was a crowd kind of blocking the entrance. Now, was that intentional or was that just simply because they heard the fracas, they wanted to see what was up? I don't know. But it was that entry, that exit, I should say, was blocked, uh, clogged up. Yeah, so the only thing is, I don't know when... I'm going to see if I can find the tweet. I don't know when it was sent out, so... Yeah. Um, the, the, VA, the VA kerfuffle did not seem to last as long as the one that was a couple sections over. So. Yeah, I can't seem to find the, the tweet. Anyway, I'm not going to go that far into it. But, yeah, I mean, it was all-around bad job. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. 
I, I would say worst night in Red Bull Arena history, all around. Yeah, I can't think of a worse night. Yeah, yeah, because at least in the other nights we lost, uh, you know, painfully. There was no violence. There was no, you know, at least it was Red Bull fans for the most part. You know. Yep. Yeah, well, we got, we got a, this has been, I believe, a near, almost a 50 minute conversation. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're close to that. <laughs> and we still have the email you have to read. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. We got to go talk about the game again. Oh no. No, we're not going to talk about the game, but we're going to use it because it asks a question at the end that will launch us into the preview. Okay. Perfect. All right. So Casey Jones, uh, Grateful Shred sent us this email. He said, fellow brothers of the struggle, which I kind of like that. <laughs> I first want to say I'm proud of the squad for two hard-fought matches that they never back down from. Even with a heavy dose of cock-a-caffing, uh, it is unbelievable to have that many square opportunities and not finish one. Apparently, DeMarsh, quote, not holding anything back, unquote, must mean moving your number one scoring striker to mid, then start someone a striker who has scored once in about 100 tries, and subbing in your new DP late in the second half, which we talked about all that. Uh, we about all that. <laughs> Maria looked like he was practicing field goals with his multiple missed kicks. Now, after putting all the eggs in the CCL basket, we find ourselves sitting at sixth place in the East. Is it still early in the season? It is still early in the season, but my question to you is, does this result affect the Red Bulls' push to get to the top of the East? Uh, I think it can have a positive effect. I mean, if they don't come out angry on Saturday, um, then I, I don't know then they don't have the heart we thought they did, you know? Um, you know, at the same time, well, I don't know. I mean, maybe Marshall's start a B team again for whatever reason, but, um, that's going to be the case, you know, but it's, it's, it's certainly, you know, it, it certainly should be, uh, they should come out angry. And then from that effect, that, that sense, it should affect them, but we'll, you know, we'll certainly see what happens. Yeah. I mean, I I I think we all feel that they're still a really good team. Yeah. And you know this yeah, it super sucked, but here's a here's a problem. Uh blue team is undefeated. Yep. And they're winning for nothing right now. Yeah. For nothing at home. So the issue is now they played way more games than the Red Bulls. I think they're going to have like two games now. Mm-hmm. in hand uh, maybe three actually yeah so I mean the Red Bulls are going to have to sit and look at that and go oh geez here's here's the, the team from across the river mm-hmm. who's getting out to this unbelievable start we're coming off this devastating series loss uh, we're two and two mind you again a couple games with well th- honestly three games with B squads yeah uh, they have to be motivated now. I really think they have to be at this point. It has to be, like Pat said, a positive motivation that they need to be pissed off and prove that they are a great team. Now we have to just hope Jesse puts them in that position. Mm. That's that's the big thing. Will he put him in the position to be successful? Mm. I mean, is this the less is this the game where the lessons learned? Because I really hope it is. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I, I'm like half expecting Luke Sassano to come out of retirement and be our starting ten. <laughs> maybe, maybe uh, Stephen Keel, uh, birthday boy, by the way, um, takes off his little media bib and throws the kit on. Yeah. So here's the thing: number one in the East uh, might be out of reach. 
might, because you never know how things are going to shake out. Uh, but, yeah, we played four games. I know. It's not. Uh, okay, mathematically it's not. Anyway, does being top of the East at the end of the regular season actually matter? No, because we've done that a few times, and we mm. look, at, look what that's gotten us. To be fair, we've done that not in the we not number one, and we still failed. So it's really I think we failed one through six at one time or another. The only time we did anything, we only made it far enough was when we were in the West. So. <laughs> right. Yeah, we were a great Western Conference team. Man, we really were. We got to move back to the West, don't we? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we're, we're we have thirty MLS regular season games to go. Yeah, we're. we're it, it, I'm not worried. We, I'm not worried. I'm honestly, I'm not even. I don't even care if we are not number one in the East. As as long as okay, maybe one or two because of the home field advantage. But three or four, that's like my absolute lowest I'll go, and that's totally reachable. Uh, I'm sticking to my gun, first place. I don't care. And and here's here's something that's going to help. We get to play DC United three times. Yeah, that should help. Although the <laughs> the they're they're apparently on the horn with Balotelli, so. Yeah, well, of course. He's four hundred at this point. <clears throat> well, he'll show up right for when uh, their new studio opens in July. Yeah, which Truman, we don't... Truman, you and I can't make fun of soccer players' age anymore. I know we're older than they are. I know it's so sad. <laughs> we're older than all of them. Actually, for, for the most part, I can too. I think Jay's old. Yeah, he's just the youngest there, right? I'm, I'm 34, so I'm yeah. like just on the edge of this. Oh, man, so young guy, 35. You lucky bastard. <laughs> um, but we we still get to play DC a few times. We still get to play Chicago, Philly, Montreal. Uh, you know, it, it's. There's games to make up, and I, I don't think it's going to be an issue making the playoffs. It's just going to be a matter of where. Yep. And more importantly, now that we're done with CCL, maybe we'll finally start seeing players actually playing together. Because we don't have we don't have another two week ga- uh, two game week <clears throat> until May twentieth when we get two games in seven days. That's great. So Jay, what you're saying is you should segue into preview of our hey, game coming up. Hey. All right. See, I told you this would work. Uh, so Saturday is the first the game I'm talking about uh, in our stretch of you know one game a week uh, stuff. Anyway, uh, Red Bulls get to stay at home. They're hosting the Montreal Impact. That is a 1 p.m. kickoff time on MSG. And for those of you that live out of market. <clears throat> Like I do. Um, so MLS Live has been free at the beginning of the year because they were transitioned over to ESPN Plus. I think I've mentioned that before. Uh, ESPN Plus launches tomorrow, April 12th. I don't know exactly what's going on because the um, MLS soccer website says that there's going to be a transition period where you get to still watch it on MLS Live. If you go to the live MLS Live website, they say that as of April 12th, you're done in the U.S., so I don't know what you're done. Exactly. ESPN is only like five bucks a month. It's lower. It's lower cost than MLS Live was. So at least there's that. It's a great cost. <laughs> but oh, it, 
it, but it doesn't include ESPN, ESPN2, ESPNU. Who cares? Well, you get when was with, the last time you watched any of those channels? Well, you get that oh, with uh, ESPN. You get that with a cable subscription. <laughs> Which I don't have. Thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, you crumb bum. It's called being thrifty and cord cutting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so, yeah, if you want to watch the game out of market, you might have to sign up for ESPN Plus this week. Um, all right, so predictions. Uh, by the way, since we didn't have a game to predict this past weekend, just a quick update. This is where we are in the standings. Truman and I are in first with two points each. Pat, you're in third with one. Because mm. you kind of sucked the first. Well, the Red Bulls went up and down the first four games. Let's put it that way. That's what it would come down to. All right, so uh, Pat, you can go first. What's your prediction for Saturday? Uh, I do believe they will come out angry. Um, I really do. Um, I think uh, it is. Uh, you know, I, I think they they're going to be pissed off. They're going to you know really come up with a chip on the shoulder, uh, take Montreal to task. Um, BWP will actually play as a striker, which I think will help. Um, <laughs> what a yeah. what a change. Yeah, change of pace. You know, it's like I think you know after thinking long and hard about it, and you know, uh, taking a look at himself in the bathroom mirror, uh, Jesse Marsh will put you know Je- uh, Bradley Ray Phillips as striker. Uh, hopefully, we also see Kaku finally taking his rightful place as, as the ten. Um, Rizza back on the field would be nice too. Um, you know, all these things, and let's face it, you know, this team is. Aside from last night, uh, Rebel Arena has been a fortress, and I think that will continue this week. So I am going to go with a 3 nothing win for the New York Red Bulls. I'm with you when I when I think they are going to be pissed off and they're going to want to take uh, their anger out on, on Montreal at home. But, of course, they're playing Montreal, which only can mean one thing. Since it's a home game, I'm going for the reverse TT. It's going to be a 4-1 to win. Ooh. Uh, yeah, they're just they're gonna blast Montreal off the planet, and if they don't blast Montreal off the planet, that's when I get a little worried. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get a little not stop them. Where their guts have gone, and I'm gonna get a little nervous. And I swear to fuck, this better not be a game where Ben Mines is starting and a bunch of Red Bull Two guys are playing. And because, you know, they're super tired from Tuesday, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to know about it. Plenty of days off. It's time to reestablish yourself in the league. You are going to focus on the league for a long time now. So it's it's go time now. That's it. You need a big game now to tell the fans, hey, sorry about that. We're pissed off. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Pat, real quick. What was your prediction? Because I missed it. I did nothing. Okay. So, the one, well, not the one. Probably the best thing that's going in their favor right now is that Montreal sucks on the road this year. Mm -hmm. They have one win and three losses in four games, and their overall goal difference is uh, minus four. So good. So if ever there was a team for a rebound match, this might be the one. Um, I don't think they're going to blow. Blow much out of the water, honestly. I think we'll still have a little bit of residual effect from Tuesday. Uh, I'm going to go two-one victory though, because I I do think that we will see a glimpse of this Red Bull team that we should have been seeing 
since the beginning of the year. Uh, I just don't think that they're going to be all, especially the beginning of the game. I don't think they're going to be all there, and there's going to be some lingering. Do you, you call it from do, Tuesday? Do you think the only reason the Red Bulls give up a goal is because Robles like fell asleep after last night's game and is still like sleeping in the net? So he only wakes up with like a goal, like when a ball actually. I actually had to. I think that might happen. Yeah, it's a possibility. Yeah. All right. So uh, let's move on. Uh, New York Red Bulls two drew their match this past weekend one one against Richmond Kickers. Their next game is Saturday at. 4 p.m., so it's right at, it's after the Montreal game mm. at Red Bull Arena against the Tampa Bay Rowdies. So, you have, if you want to watch it, you have a reason to stay behind. There's already be there. Great. So there you go. It's, uh... It'll only be an hour difference. You, they probably won't even make you leave the stadium. No, I would, I would doubt it, for sure. There's no way. They want people there. You can stay. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, Sky Blue... Uh, returns to action this Sunday, April 15th, with their home opener against Seattle Rain. That game's at 5 p.m. And uh, all the games are available on Go90.com, which hopefully works better for NWSL. Than it did uh, hopefully <laughs> you get to watch it. Yeah. Okay. All right. So time for the dumping round. Um, I did not return to the patrons this week, so I'm sorry about that. I will try to do it this do it next week. Uh so. Dumping ground. I think the one thing we could talk about real quick is TFC uh, Shivas next week. Who you got? I, I'm taking. I'm taking Toronto. Yeah. Are you rooting for Toronto? I'm not rooting for them. I'm rooting for Earthquake. <laughs> um, but I want. I mean, in the, I want uh, MLS to win, right? Yeah. That's yeah. really what it comes down to, and I, I, I would have no problem with Shivas losing to. Uh, a major league soccer team, and if my one friend crust makes him happy, that that's all right, that's fine. I mean, I don't want him to brag too much, but you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I, I am. I am. I got to admit, I I don't love the idea of uh, TFC winning the quad or whatever you call it. Um, but especially after last night and having to deal with other Shivas fans, I kind of want them to get their cup bumpins. So I, I think I'm rooting. I think I, not only do I think Toronto will win, but I am rooting for them to win. And I guarantee you, up in Toronto, it will not be 75% Shivas fans in that yeah. building. Yeah. You yeah. can lock that in right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. I really don't want Toronto to win because – and not because of Toronto themselves. It's more because of the – I don't know what to call it. Me – the way the media is just gonna, like orgasm about it, they do because you know when they when they miraculously came out with an away goal victory, it was so much better than the Red Bulls five one victory in the same round of Concacaf. Right, and not that the Red Bulls were better in this round, but basically just like it doesn't matter. If the Red Bulls did better. It's that Toronto did it for that the Toronto did it. That's all that matters. Uh, well, like just, they're they're a, a league darling. What do you want from them? They're the yeah, champions, yeah. and they're a league darling. They're the greatest team of all time ever formed in soccer history. So, <laughs> so I don't know. By the way, uh, NYCFC beat RSL four nothing tonight. Okay, yep. so, go them. 
Yeah. I just saw him up on timeline, so. Uh, all right. So that's it for Duffy. Wait, so hold on. I was, I know we were going to talk about WrestleMania, but is anything else soccer-related? I mean, Roma beat Barcelona in a cool, epic comeback, so that was fun. Yeah. I don't know. That doesn't happen too often. I like seeing Barcelona lose. That's It's always a treat. The only problem is too many uh, underdogs won earlier that day, so the soccer gods didn't let one more win. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Suck it, Man City. Suck it. Suck it hard. Uh, whatever it's worth, it looks... I think it's Red Bull... That's Red, Red Bull Salzburg is... Well, they're actually down against Lazo, so that's probably not going to happen. What, I'm in trying, Europa? Yeah. And then Red Bull Leipzig is up one nothing against Marcel, so they could actually advance. Cool. Europa. Some hot yeah. Europa talk right there. Oh yeah! Did a Patreon subscriber say, "Hey, I want some, I want some sweet hot Europa talk." Who doesn't? All right. So, h- how about this? Let's do Terrell Team of the Week. Do the wrap up stuff this way. Anybody that doesn't care about wrestling can cut out early. <laughs> get get the f out. Yeah, not a bad idea. <laughs> I mean, they don't have to listen to trial the whole time, but yeah, you know what I mean. Anyway, uh, Truman, time for your terrible team of the week. Well, let's just give it to LA two again for getting absolutely housed by Atlanta. Uh, five nothing. Even though we were saying that three of the go- those goals came pretty late, I think there was a couple PKs in there. Uh, but they got they they got Zlatan'd, and they haven't recovered since. Yeah. They haven't they haven't they haven't scored a goal since since Zlatan showed up. So I think they're still feeling it, and uh, Atlanta feeling pretty good getting back to uh, whooping ass at home. So and and they're currently four and one. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, so they're, they're feeling really good about themselves. Uh, undefeated at home, absolutely crushing uh, the dose, as I'm going to call them, because they're not a football club. They're a soccer team. <laughs> it's, it's America. I don't care. It's called Major League Soccer. I don't care. Murphy. Fight me. Fight me. So, yeah, congratulations, L.A. Now now you're, you're two weeks in a row. You're starting to smell like D.C. when you do that. All right, so let's wrap this technically wraps us up, but let's let's tell the people where they can find us and all that good stuff, and then we'll do the wrestling stuff. Uh, sure, okay. Patreon.com slash Red Bull Rant. P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Red Bull Rant. $1 a month all takes to support the show, and you get some exclusive content. Uh, should have been a WrestleMania preview, if not for that hilarious error. We got trials. Uh, and Yeah, we did get trials. And the um, March wrap-up with Mac Doyle, which... We, as much as it was a March wrap up, we didn't talk just about March. It was just a general talk. So if you want to hear what do I say about the Red Bulls, it's still worth it. Um, if you want to email us, uh, like Casey Jones did, redbullrant at gmail.com. If you'd rather call us and have your voice on the air, 973-348-5329, hit, hit up that voicemail. Uh, Facebook.com slash Red Bull Rant on Twitter at Red Bull Rant for the show at Dr. Stooge for myself at PMACDA2 for Pat. At the Truman for Truman. You can subscribe to your show via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play Music, SoundCloud, pretty much anywhere you can find a podcast. And hey, if you're on iTunes, I don't know what our rating is right now. It's like 2.5 last week. Yeah, it's up to three. Oh, it's up to three? Well, if it's a three, help us get the four. Yeah, cli- let's climb the charts. <laughs> we can only review ourselves so many times. <laughs> we, we only have so many accounts and, re- and email addresses to use. That's right. All right. So if you are not into wrestling. Bye. 
this is this is where you get off. Wait, listen. We let's. Hey, we had a we had a Patreon subscriber. I think it was a Patreon subscriber. Well, maybe it wasn't. Uh, one of our listeners listened to it anyway, and he doesn't even like wrestling. So it's going to oh, be yeah. good talk. So just just stay tuned. We're gonna we're not gonna go I'm crazy. Guessing, the reason he loved it wasn't so much the wrestling talk. Well, he likes trials. Yeah, yeah. trial. <laughs> so uh, yeah, WrestleMania 34 happened. Um, mm-hmm. I know I, I know that sounds very enthusiastic for me, <laughs> but I'm a little dampened by the the game so oh you know what i completely forgot we didn't talk about the sky blue fc promo code uh, oh yeah yeah, yeah. oh yeah. gee okay well, well we, we got to be so we got but right so if you want to go to the game on may 5th and uh join us with in the sky or cloud nine supporter section um look at our twitter do we put do we pin it i forget if we pin i'm it. gonna pin it right now it's gonna there be pinned go. momentarily uh there's two tweets one with a um, promo code, one with a link. The links for the tickets, use the promo code Red Bull Rant. You get a $5 discount off your tickets to the game on May 5th. A $5 discount to sitting, standing with, with the supporters in the supporter yeah. section. Yep. So there you go. We'll have to, you you, go. We'll have to drop that a little. Uh... We'll, we'll keep talking about it there. And hey, Sky Blue RC already said, looking forward to seeing us. So there you go. Yeah, they don't know what to get themselves into. <laughs> All right. Anyway, WrestleMania happened. Um, mm-hmm. I don't even know where to start. Honestly, there's kind of okay. well, we don't have to, of... we don't have to break every de- match yeah. down. I'll no, say I'm like... trying to think of like the, the big one. Like I don't even know which big one to start with first. Well, all right. I'm gonna this is how I'm gonna start. I'm gonna say this. Uh, main event was dumb, obviously. Uh, yeah, I think now we're seeing the reason that they had that main event was because now they want Brock to wrestle Roman Reigns, you know, in the dumb fifty-man Royal Rumble pay-per-view, whatever you want to call it. Let me let me say, and and I understand the kayfabe is pretty much dead at this point, but in the world of kayfabe, how do you have a guy get destroyed at WrestleMania and then get a title match without trying? I don't know. I don't know. Dumb. But I will say this: I rewatched. One match the next day. Jay, I'm asking you because I know Pat will know. Jay, what do you think is the one match that I watched again? Uh, so I do not think it's the Rousey match. All right, what match do you think it is? I think it's going to be between two for me. Okay. I think the first one's either the Oscar Charlotte match. Okay. Or because of the, the what I thought was a fun gimmick, the Braun Strowman Nicholas tag team match. <laughs> okay. Now, Pat and I watched the WrestleMania together. Pat, yep. after all we talked about, what what do you think's the match that I watched again? Uh, Rousey Triple H. Absolutely. I thought that was wow. the. Okay. Yeah. Listen. No, we, no, no, I hate it. I thought it was match of the night, but I didn't think you would. For some reason, I didn't think you would rewatch that one. I think it was match of the night, not because it was technically amazing. Kurt looked old. He looked man. old. I mean, he gets knocked into the corner and he didn't fly back. He like tippy toed into like up against the turnbuckle, yeah. which I loved. Um, but that match had the pomp and circumstance. I Ronda came out like an absolute champion. Um, she looked great when she came down. I mean, the whole, the whole, 
Roddy Piper look was awesome. What I love that she comes down to the ring. She's all smiles. She's happy. She's waving. She gets into that ring and the fun outfit comes off and it's go time and her complexion changes and it's pissed off. And out of all the bad acting that we've seen from her in previous appearances, and there's a lot of it, she was fantastic in this for what she does. She made a little, you know, a couple little mistakes here and there. What a fun match to watch. What a great story that match told. It it really was great. It was just I mean, I'll watch anything with Kurt Angle anyway, but so so enjoyable, so easy. It didn't drag on. Every moment meant something. Oh, it was I don't know. It was such a blast. I loved it. I I I'll watch it again. I don't care. I just it was a real delight and I was so surprised how good it was. Since I know he's probably listening to this segment, I just want to say, Blue, Money, Blue Meanie Mike just saw your tweet on TV, so good job. He tweeted it. He got a tweet read on the NYCFC game. Oh, okay. But, yeah, Triple H, uh, the, the Rousey match was great. Uh, I, should, I, don't know, I don't even know why I call it Triple H. I mean, because it really was the Rousey show. Um, it'll be certainly interesting to see what she can do with uh, other regular performers. Uh, but, I mean, like the, the part when she put – Triple H up on our shoulders. That was fantastic. Yep. That was just great. Uh, it was definitely a great match. Um, I want to say it was my favorite. It's certainly up there. Uh, I mean, it's, it's up there along with Charlotte Oscar. Uh, the, the opener was good. The triple threat was great. Um, the, I mean, I, those are probably actually the three greatest matches. I'm trying to think. Um, yeah, for the most part, I think those are the three greatest. I mean, everything else was all right. Nothing too bad. I mean, the main event was certainly ridiculous. Yep. Um, yeah, it would be funny if they crowned him in Saudi Arabia, where the Saudi Arabians might be more uh, receptive, cheering him on. Which, uh, by the way, do we want to mention that uh, the women can't wrestle in Saudi Arabia? Now, I haven't mentioned it yet. Uh, are they not allowed to wrestle all, or I believe they have to be fully like all skin has to be covered except for like their heads, obviously. Yeah, I, I, I believe that's, I believe they were in Saudi Arabia before. And the rule was they had to be fully covered. Okay. Well, well they can't, can't wrestle in Burkas. So, uh, so I think didn't, um, Alexa bliss. Uh, yeah. So Alexa bliss, I, cause I looked up just now, Alexa bliss and, um, Sasha Banks were in like full body suits. Right. Correct. And I think that was in Saudi Arabia, right? The last yeah. time they were there. Yeah. So that uh, in UAE, technically, but yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's a different different country. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I mean, I mean, religion-wise, they're they're this, they're pretty much the same, right? Well, UAE, I think, because they have, I mean, they're Dubai, so oh yeah, got that, the oil money that that's kind they, of they've got that insanity. So, um, they're you know they have certain lax laxer rules, I think, from that standpoint. I mean, certainly not lax, as lax as the United States, but um, lax there. Uh, Jay, while while Pat and I yammer, you want to just quickly look up to see if they have the full card for that show because that'll answer a lot of questions. I know so there, it's Triple H Cena, the Rumble, the Steel Cage match. There's, there's definitely no women on that card. I mean, okay, as of, as of earlier this afternoon, anyway. Okay, all right. So you don't have to look it up. So according, this is a March 27th article from SportsKeda.com. Yeah, said so women will not feature in the Saudi Arabia event. Okay, well there you go. They suck. Yeah. So, suck uh, you, Well, that was that was a tangent, but uh, WrestleMania uh, yeah, overall, I'd say a good show. 
Yeah, I think so too. I think that's the best ring entrance I've seen in a long time. That thing was awesome. Uh, we were all freaking out over the weird 3D graphic effects that was, that was <laughs> like tripping. Wait, which one? I don't know. Everything they did with like things that were clearly not in the arena and looked like it was crazy oh. 3D effects. Like, yeah. The multiple uh, Oscar I, masks. I, the I, feel like, I feel like they did that for the next VR stuff that they're doing. Mm-hmm. Like the uh, the like they happen to have a second camera on that um the flyby one that was a VR camera, so they put it in there just so that way they can get the the, the VR shot with it. Yeah, but that's, I, that's my feeling. It was cool. That that was cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Overall, I thought it was a great show. Um, I thought the matches were great. The results didn't make a lot of sense. No. I think that was the big thing. Is like how how does both Rumble winners lose title matches? Vince uh, doesn't like Japanese people. Yeah. How does the show? How does WrestleMania end without a new champion? Yeah. I I'll never under how how end, can you do that? end that? I was gonna say because there was new champions. You're saying end the show that new champion. But listen, the main neither neither main neither title changes, yeah. right? You know, the the actual WWE title or the um, universal universal cha- neither changed hands. Yeah. That I just I don't know. I don't like it. I don't like the fact that you had two Rumble winners, two this time, and neither won. Uh, I'll, I, I'll, I'll, I'll say this much. This much uh, uh, I mean, it has Triple H taken over more of the reins. Because, I mean, it was interesting. It was probably the first time, it, like, the storytelling of WWE was interesting in a long while. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if Vince is now really shifting out and going towards XFL. And now, because, I mean, we've seen what Triple H has done with 205 Live. We've obviously seen what he does with NXT. Like, I don't know if he's now taking over more of the reins. And uh, and then, at least for one of the titles, I mean, I believe I, believe I did say on the pre-show that I kind of wanted to see AJ Styles win anyway, because I love AJ Styles. Right. He was a hot take. Shinsuke Nakamura has not had a great match since being called up to uh, WWE main roster, and that continued at WrestleMania. The but swerve have, was great, yeah. But the match was not. Have Have they given him the time to have a great match? I don't think they have. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's had had an opportunity to shine. He can. I think we all know he can. He had uh, that NXT uh, yeah. match with Sami Zayn that was unbelievable. Oh, that match was great. Absolutely. I, I think he's capable, but since he's been up, I definitely don't think he's had a great match. Mm, it's just, I, I think the WrestleMania match also suffered from where it was placed in the card. Sure. Because that crowd, that crowd did not help the the match at all. No. I mean, I think you put that. Um, I say SummerSlam. They they won't do that. SummerSlam will be something you know. Short attention span theater uh, with wrestling fans nowadays, so you can't have a few that'll last the SummerSlam. Hmm. Um, I think I that's mean, where it should go. I mean, we're going to at least backlash with this thing, so. Oh, man. Woo! Backlash! I know, Woo-hoo! right? That's, that's always a big one. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I also thought it was funny that on, <laughs> and I'm just not WrestleMania, but on SmackDown, you had. The two guys who were the former champions have to wrestle in matches to see if they could actually fight the current champion when they should already have rematch clauses in their contracts. Yeah. You shouldn't have to wrestle a match to, to be the number one contender when you should have a rematch clause. And they both won anyway. Randy Orton and the New Day, or uh, uh, the Usos, mm-hmm. I, I, I won, think won they're matches. Trying to, they're trying to sell Paige as a controversial GM. That's why. 
Page is controversial. I feel it was the SmackDown after WrestleMania. They're like, yeah, we don't, we have nothing. So here you go. That's probably part of it. But I mean, let's do it again. But I mean, they for one of the I forget which one, but Corey Graves made a point of saying like multiple times that it was controversial, like the decision she made. So I feel like that's what the, the angle they were trying to sell, but they didn't completely sell it on the on one of the. I think the USO match they he was trying to sell, but not so much on the the U.S. title contender match, and so I don't think it felt. I don't think it came through the way they wanted it to. But I feel like that's the angle they're going for. Is that they're trying to say Paige is coming in and being a controversial GM already? I, I guess. Who cares? But uh, I will say this much: the Raw after WrestleMania gave me lots to smile about. I really enjoyed it. Uh, the SmackDown. Not so much. Maybe that's because I was still in a lousy mood from the game because I watched it when I got home. Mm-hmm. But I think like losing, watching Rebels lose in very uh, spectacular fashion, and then seeing Rusev lose. Yet that again, is that is a heartbreaker. I mean, it just really is kind of like when I saw the match. I was like, cool, Rusev's finally going to get his chance, and then no. Although Iconic Duo showed up on SmackDown, and I am very happy because they are great. Has anyone shown them the music videos by Tattoo? Which, uh, <laughs> we want to see this. Yeah, this would be a good idea. Yeah. Meanwhile, uh, we spend five minutes on Carmella running around the ring after she... Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, I just to summarize, like, again, we're, we're now we're going to go, we're going off track, but... I have to bring that up. So, uh, when she cashed in, why did they have the rest? Like, are you really sure you want to do that? I don't know. Nobody knows. No one knows. Mike Kyoto goes, okay, here you go. You're cashing in. Boom. Yeah. That segment went on like it, seven I mean, minutes too long because they waited too long to bring Carell in. They took too long to have the match start. They took too long to have to run around the ranks. It was very confusing. Something was clearly askew there because it was very, very confusing. SmackDown was meh. I mean, that was stupid. Rusev losing was stupid. Natalia versus Naomi was pointless. Um, I mean, at least we got, what's it called at the end? AJ versus... Uh, uh, yeah, Daniel Bryan, that was all. Yeah, right. But you don't. You knew that wasn't going to go to a finish. Come on. Still... What are we talking about here? Because right. they got to save that finish for something else. Right. And heel Nakamura is, is fun. Yes, very fun. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, all right. So let's just let's just say WrestleMania. I thought it was an absolutely great show, uh, minus the end and minus some of the wacky results. But wrestling is not about the result, right? It's about getting there. It's about That's the match. Yep, uh, and uh, they did that quite well. So out of ten rating, out of ten, I'll give it a seven and a half. Yeah, I, I think, think I'll, that's fair. I think I'll go eight. All right, I, I was going to go eight too. My my only. Big gripe is just that the, between the pre-show and the main show, there's too much going on. I understand yeah. it's WrestleMania; you want to get everybody in, but do we yeah. really, do we really need the, those um, battle royal matches? Yes, you know why? Because That's then everyone gets, gets paid, right? I understand why they do it. Uh, right. Jay, Jay, Jay would be more ruthless than Vince. In the <laughs> <laughs> no one works. No one works on my show. He's well, also, also, like, I'm going to buy my kid a bike. He's like, no bike for you. <laughs> I also want to have two sets of belts, but that's a whole other issue. <laughs> <laughs> WrestleMania's five singles matches. It's an hour long and it's over. Go home. <laughs> Get out of here, you bums. And we're wrestling in a VFW hall. I ain't paying anybody. Yeah. <laughs> All right. 
Um, so last thoughts before we get out of here. Wrestling is cool. And I guess for everyone still here, I guess I'll uh, say, hey, Red Bulls, um, you made me mad, so you better win. Yeah, uh, yeah. I guess we have to do that ending, don't we? So, uh, yeah, wrestling was fun. Uh, I probably won't watch weekly shows after this, but <laughs> looking forward to the two pay-per-views coming up. And um, and go watch the Andre doc. It was good. Oh, oh yeah. And, uh, yeah, go Red Bulls. Win. All right. So for Pat, Truman, and myself, this has been episode number 259 of the Rant. Thank you guys for tuning in. And as always, go Red Bulls. Peace out. Lates.